The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 707. Today it's our update on Rogue One and episode 8. Man, what a difference a week makes with all the Rogue One reshoot rumors and all that fun stuff. We will cut to the heart of the matter very quickly. And as far as episode 8 goes, we've got a counterintuitive idea about a Ryan Johnson set photo that's, yeah, it's a whole different thing compared to what everybody's been saying about it. And we've got a good reason for saying it, too. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and here we are 189 days away from the debut of Rogue One. And yes, we're underneath six months away, and yet there's supposed to be voluminous reshoots, or at least those are the rumors that are being bandied about. 40 to 50% of the movie, some sources are claiming, that has to be reshot. Well, I gotta say, hats off to Bobby Roberts, the podcaster emeritus from Full of Sith, who came out of retirement to record one of his rumor control episodes that are really awesome, and this time, as he mentions in the episode, is actually not spoiler related, it's actually a about a rumor and about controlling a rumor. And we'll link to that at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Basically, like a disco inferno, he burns that house down, and you got to listen to it. Terrific 20-odd minutes of podcasting. Period, paragraph. Bobby, good job, and again, that's why we miss you right there. Anyway, the gist of it ultimately comes down to Entertainment Weekly getting information from their sources. And Entertainment Weekly has been, as the last couple of years have developed, one of the safe sources for Lucasfilm to be getting information out to the world. They're definitely, you know, I don't want to put it unkindly, but they're kind of a mouthpiece for Lucasfilm for all intents and purposes, along with Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair, of course, doing cover stories and in-depth stories that are definitely very Lucasfilm approved. Both of those publications have a level of access that is much greater than anything else that is out there on the internet. And sources like HitFix or SlashFilm or any of these other outlets are scrapping for sources and, you know, uncredited anonymous people inside the production and that sort of thing. Or occasionally Lucasfilm employees who are going to be quoted only off the record, but that doesn't seem to be where they get a lot of their stuff. Same thing goes for Deadline Hollywood or The Hollywood Reporter. All of this is more hearsay kind of stuff coming out of those outlets, whereas EW and VW, no, not VW, VF, excuse me, EW and VF seem to have the official ties in to Lucasfilm to get what the real scoop is. 
Now, I guess there had been rumors going around that Christopher McQuarrie was involved in the reshoots or going to be involved in the reshoots, and there was a kind of logic to it, I suppose, because there were sources confirming, again, that really swishy word, confirm, sources were confirming that Christopher McQuarrie worked on the draft of Rogue One after Gary Whitta did and after Chris Weiss did, and the EW story says that their sources confirmed that as well. However, Christopher McQuarrie took to Twitter and said, attention bloggers, I'm hearing a bunch of horse manure about this. And of course, that's not exactly what he said, but we're not using anything language-wise that they didn't use in any of the Star Wars movies, so fill it in for yourself. And so when people reached out to him, he said that the notion of him being involved in in reshoots is absolutely ludicrous. And period, paragraph, end of story, knocked that one down. But the truth of the matter was there is somebody coming in for working on the reshoots with Gareth Edwards, and that's a guy named Tony Gilroy, who is an acclaimed screenwriter and director in his own right, more screenwriting than directing, as I gather from reading about his stuff, but is a talented script doctor by all accounts and, in fact, worked with Gareth Edwards on his Godzilla movie as well. So supposedly he's coming in as a second unit director on the reshoots, so he's just going to be another helping hand, as it were. So here's what all of this amounts to. Maybe nothing at all. And I'm not sitting here trying to be a person defending Rogue One, defending Star Wars, defending Lucasfilm or anything like that. I want to get to the heart of the matter and find out what's really going on. I would love to be a fly on the wall for all the meetings that are happening in-house and on set and all of this stuff and, and find out what the real scoop is. Obviously, us being on the outside of it, we are never really going to know unless there's a great J.W. Rinsler book that comes out about it eventually. That being said, Bobby Roberts lays down a very strong case for not getting freaked out over it, while also making pains to say that, yeah, it could actually mean we should all be freaked out about it, but the way that the story has been spun does not give us the evidence that we need to be freaked out about it. Now, while I 100% agree, yeah, I'm pretty much 100% agree with the points that Bobby brings up, I'm still a little beside myself about it. And I think the reason why is that for... All of the hatch battening down that they did for The Force Awakens, you know, they had reshoots and pickups and stuff like that, and we didn't really hear much about it at all. And you would think that now that they understand the level of scrutiny on a Star Wars film based on what they saw with The Force Awakens, that they would have the hatches battened down even tighter for Rogue One and for Episode Eight. And really they have because the level of rumor that's been coming out about either of those two movies pales in comparison to the amount of rumors that we had coming out about The Force Awakens. But the point I'm getting at is, is that there's been more leaking out about Rogue One in this manner. And because of it, I'm starting to get a little edgy about things. It's just beginning to get to be a little too much for me to dismiss it out of hand entirely. I mean, look at the facts. We know that they are going to be doing reshoots. Yeah, okay, everybody does reshoots, fine. But we also know that they are bringing in an acclaimed script doctor and director in his own right. Yes, somebody who has worked with Gareth Edwards before and somebody who had to polish Godzilla for him before it got out into theaters. And yes, it's only a couple of folks inside Lucasfilm who saw it and a couple of Disney executives, and they're asking for some changes, which would explain why one of Hollywood's best script doctors and acclaimed directors and writers has come in to help out with this. So maybe it means nothing at all. And then again, maybe it does. And I think it's just been too much happening in the background, even with the official Disney statements on the subject. I think it's just too much happening in the background for me to 
wholly dismiss this out of hand and feel as comfortable as I did a week ago in talking about it. Meanwhile, if you haven't heard of the AV Club, they are the sister publication to The Onion, that esteemed satire news source. And with pedigree like that, you can probably assume that you would get something like this for a headline in the AV Club. At least filming on Star Wars Episode Eight seems to be going well. That's their headline, which is just... Absolutely priceless. And yeah, it does seem like it's going well. Although we don't have a heck of a lot about it, except for the fact that it happened in Croatia, it happened in Ireland, and it's happening at Pinewood Studios. And there's nothing even with Celebration Europe about it. And this is about the time when we should be hearing something about it. I mean, it should be part of maybe Sunday's situation, as we talked about in yesterday's episode. And of course, we have Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Kathleen Kennedy are going to be there. So... There's got to be something that's going to drop about episode eight. It just has to be the case, and yet we don't know what. But things are still locked down tight about it. That being said, Ryan Johnson posted a photo on his Tumblr account saying that he's in the home stretch for principal photography is the assumption as to what he actually means by being in the home stretch. And there's a photo of a sort of rocky wall ground like setting. I've seen it written as referred to a referring to a cave like setting. I don't know about that so much, but anyway, the robe hanging on this hanger is referred to in many sources as being Luke Skywalker's Jedi robe. And I got to tell you, I don't think it is. And the reason why is this. We will post photos of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. But when you look at Luke's robe in The Force Awakens, you will notice that there is no tie on it. There's no pair of drawstrings on either side that you can knot into a little rabbit ears bow and hold the cloak on yourself. That's not there in the Luke Skywalker photo. However, it is there in the photo of the robe that Ryan Johnson posted on his Tumblr account, which leads me to believe it's not the same cloak and therefore not actually appearing on the same person. Unfortunately, there's no perspective in the photo. You can't quite tell how tall the robe is, so you can't try to intuit who it might be for based on the sheer length and size of the robe. But smart money goes to either Ray or Kylo Ren, and that would be, of course, Ben Solo in a flashback or something like that, since we've already had Force backs in The Force Awakens. I think it stands to reason that we could have a similar situation happen in Episode Eight, also. And lastly, speaking of Ryan Johnson, he took to Twitter to dispel a couple of rumors about filming for Episode 8 happening in the U.S. Suddenly, it sprang up like weeds. A couple of places were being rumored to be prepped or getting ready for filming to happen with Star Wars Episode 8. And Ryan Johnson took to Twitter and said, nope, we are not filming in the States. So (laughs) that one put that to bed really quickly. And wouldn't it have been nice if the Rogue One reshoot rumors had gone to bed so quickly? But mm, not so much. So we're going to keep an eye on it, though, because, yeah, every story's got some sort of truth in it, even if it is mostly false. Like, there's always some grain of truth in it. So we're going to have to watch carefully and see what develops with Rogue One. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. 
All right, I've got a trivia question here for you. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you how many times Captain Phasma discharged her weapon in The Force Awakens, and that was a big fat zero. Let's hope she actually puts that thing to good use in Episode Eight, or at least some bad use. <laughs> Today's question is this. How many times did Poe Dameron fire his blaster rifle while on Jakku? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you're forced to use a blaster to defeat a cyborg, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not uncivilized, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.